Welcome to the Starship Enterprise for the Inner Universe. My name is Patrice and I'm an artist and designer forever studying the most elusive superpower that we humans have, our creativity. My goal is to help myself and other curious souls travel beyond constant optimization and dig up our creative potential. What happens when we collectively venture into our inner worlds? When we master our minds beyond the pop culture to-do list for positive thinking and embrace the depth of who we are. Come with me to find out. Hi everyone. Happy August. I wanted to drop this particular episode because I'll be spending some time this week exploring a nature vortex and getting back in touch with pure silence, which I find to really be medicine for me when it comes to revisiting my goals and finding clarity around how I want to spend my time as a human. And I do that in nature without the buzz of city anxiety, because for me, that hijacks me in the general direction of stress and doubt, and that isn't helpful. And here where I live, it's very popular to be into hiking and nature sports. I'm not like the only one. Um, We have so much accessible natural beauty around, and I do think this is a contributing factor to why California has been historically known for art and innovation. It's because we have so much natural inspiration all the time available to us if, if we just seek it out. And for me, it's when I really dive into it that magic happens. One example is from recently where a week of disconnection in the desert literally felt to me like unplugging from the matrix. I didn't have cell, no Wi-Fi, I had a week of observing nature resourcing herself, providing this feeling of detachment and peace from the craziness of the human world. And this detachment wasn't even fully noticeable to me until I was connected again and a flood of other people's thoughts, ideas, and needs came back into my field of vision. And, you know, that's normal. This is life. But the difference in when they did come back into view is instead of responding with stress and doubt and anxiety that maybe I'm not aware of, I just was like, cool, this is happening. And, you know, having that knowing because you watch nature so closely there's this knowing that in the grand scheme of things, everything is okay. So anyway, I highly recommend nature. And maybe I'm speaking to the choir here because like I said, where I live, it's very popular to say, I like hiking. I like going to nature and communing with the birds and the bees and things like that. And that's amazing. However, I do know The reason I'm bringing this up even is because I didn't grow up that way, even though I was in the middle 
of it all. And I want to give you this list of reasons people don't like nature. And these are kind of things that build onto each other. Um, And this is what I experienced for myself growing up here in the San Francisco Bay Area, where, like I said, we have so much of a connection to nature if we just stop and look for it. But for a long time, I didn't look for it. I wasn't interested. And I'll tell you why. I still think I'm a glamping type of nature girl, if I could be considered a nature girl at all. Um, I only did like two camping trips as a child, and they were really terrifying because the adults around me were usually not um, in their element. (laughs) But, you know, they were trying. So that's what counts. And I'm sure if we did it more, then I would have gotten to this point where I'd be like, oh, nature is my friend um, a lot faster. So if you are kind of like me and you grow up like me, um, here are reasons why you don't like nature. Uh, Number one, it's not for me. So you have you might have a perception that nature is for a certain type of person maybe that person is someone who wears patagonia which means that they have more money than you they're privileged um or on the other hand there's this other stereotype also very damaging around how why would one want to go camping or go back to nature If the reason I came to the United States, this is an immigrant perspective, um, the reason I came to the United States is not to be poor, it's to be civilized, which means having civilized amenities and not, you know, going back to the basics. And I can go on another huge tangent here around where that perspective exists and why it exists, but I'm going to stick to nature. So second perspective around why someone may grow up not liking nature is that it's just dirty. It's uncomfortable. It's inconvenient. It goes back to that thought that nature is not civilized. Civilized life is very comfortable. It's very secure. Nature is chaos. Understandably, uh, our brains don't want chaos. It wants the utmost predictability from our mechanically designed lifestyles. And our souls crave the opposite. It craves magic, surprise, experience, connection with something truly larger than ourselves that isn't man-made. And when someone graduates from that perspective... The third thing they might feel about nature is that it's scary. So perhaps this goes back to the idea that nature is something truly larger than ourself that isn't man-made. And that is a scary thought to some people. But we can also look at pop culture. How many horror movies take place with murderers killing people in a quiet forest? And fourth perspective that someone might have 
if they are not someone who likes nature, is that it's not real life. Living among people is real life, right? And I agree. However, even though you can say that it's not real life to leave civilization and go into nature and spend some time alone, you can always come back. We always do come back. I'm not vouching for throwing away all our possessions and going to live with the earth. That's not something feasible this day and age necessarily. But, you know, you can always go and come back. Take that time to yourself so that you can come back with the full presence and love and calm to address whatever human situations need your attention. So those are all four things that at some point in my life I have felt all of them at the same time or one of each struggled with it until I grew up and learned differently and spent some time in situations that were uncomfortable. And today I feel that nature belongs to everyone or it doesn't even belong to everyone because it doesn't belong to people. It's not a resource specifically for us. It is part of us. We are meant to feel at home in the natural order of chaos and it's very uh, life-giving. And by natural order of chaos, I mean that we do truly love the unpredictable pattern of nature. We love hearing birds chirping and water flowing. These are very calming because they're familiar to our core being as animals, as part of nature. But they are also unpredictable at the same time. And that's calming because that's how nature is. So I'll end this episode just by saying, let yourself listen to nature a little more wherever you are, whether it's through your window or if you take a walk. I know we don't always have time, but it always comes back. The time always comes back. So ask yourself some questions too. If you're not a nature person, if you really resonate with any of the four things that I mentioned, what does nature tell you when your mind is quiet that makes you so afraid? Or if you are becoming or totally consider yourself a nature person, what does nature tell you when your mind is quiet that you can bring back to civilization as medicine. And I'll leave you with a quote from an author and teacher that I'm really into right now. I found his book at my local bookstore in the obscure back corner top shelf of the bookstore, and I'm obsessed. So here's Martin Prechtel on nature and art. Most of what is paraded before us as the great achievements of civilization are not achievements at all, but what people in pain have created to remedy civilization. Neanderthals were great and all amazing. They didn't need a Beethoven. Modern civilization didn't produce Beethoven. Beethoven was a medicine for the stupidity of civilization's arrogance. That's why native peoples don't need art because they are art. 
It's a very strong perspective, I know. Something to ponder, sink into. And with that, I'm off to nature. Have a lovely week.